Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Don't Evolve Me Podcast. It's got your boys on it. Uh, I am the guest, though. You know who it is, man. Romero Green in the building. Just want to let y'all know this is the pivot episode. Why is it called the pivot episode? Because we had to pivot. Uh, another guest that was supposed to be on here. Shout out to our man, Ernie. Uh, had some personal things going up, going on. Uh, but, you know, things happen, unfortunately. But maybe we'll touch on it. Maybe we won't. You want to know? Well, you have to tune into the episode. Hence why it's called Pivot. Cue the music. Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, Episode 5, The Pivot. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm blanking already. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. My tech phrase, which I didn't do the you know the last three episodes. Well, Don't Evolve Me, The Place, like Ash, Ketchum, Pikachu, We Don't Evolve, We Just Level Up. Yeah, there you go. That's a good, that's a good tag. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You gotta use it more often. You do. You do. <laughs> Two out of five. Doing great. <laughs> All right. So we have Romero, ain't a fucking guest, Green. Hey, everybody. I wrote that one down. I like that. Yeah. Ain't a fucking guest. Nice. But he's actually a guest during yeah. this pivot episode. So we're doing things a little bit different today. We were uh, supposed to do uh, the state of review, the MCU phase four, and discuss phase five in our hopes of phase six for part five and part four. But. Due to unfortunate circumstances, we have we had a pivot. Yep. And here we are pivoting. So slightly freaking out because I wasn't planning on it, which I'm now learned you gotta plan for these things. You're really freaking out? Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. These are so trust me, this this will be okay. This will be good. <laughs> so um be a shitty episode, man. It's gonna be <laughs> terrible. Or it's gonna be the greatest episode ever. We're just free balling it. I, I got some <laughs> things written down. I prepped. I prepped last night because I knew about it last night. So, Meryl, you have your own podcast. See. So plug away. But no, there's there's nobody needs to know about that nonsense. <laughs> either I either I plug it or you plug it. You can plug it. Alright, so this is Romero. I don't have an A at this point. <laughs> You've been slacking lately. <laughs> oh, I got some written down. <laughs> All right, Romero, A name, middle name, green. Nice. On the Symposium podcast. So how would you pivot? Um, how would we pivot? You're supposed to have a guest on. You had everything planned. And you planned everything for this guest, and the guest cancels last second. Okay, see, here's the funny part. With all of the nonsense that we experience. Yeah. A guest canceling is the one thing that we haven't experienced. Really? Yeah. I would say that it happened one time, but the person that canceled, they were, they're like a regular on our show. Okay. So when they, and plus, that's a close friend. So when he canceled, we were like, whatever, fuck off. So, <laughs> like, we knew you were going to cancel. Fuck you. Um, I don't know. This is something that I, I say to my, my cohort, my co-host, co-host, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always something to talk about, yeah. Especially in, especially with um, what area we what we discuss. And what is that for the audience? Oh, for those listening, uh, my man Jake. He said, you know, we host, I host the symposium podcast with another asshole of mine. 
That sounds weird. Yeah, that's very um, mean. Ah, well. <laughs> I'm a I'm a mean, nice sort of person. Uh, you, you, yeah. I say it sounds like I'm being an asshole, but it's like you, you have asshole moments. Like you have like a phrase, but like I know you're kidding, so it's like it's it works. Who was it? Somebody said I am. I'm known to be aggressively supportive, and I think that's true. Yeah, I think that fits you. It's like is he? Did he compliment? Yeah, he complimented you. That he meant that. Mm-hmm. No, but anyway, so we have a show called the Symposium Podcast, and we focus on mental health and other various things around mental health. Um, and when it comes to the mental health field, there's always something to talk about. Like, there's always something going on. Something to discuss. You can't you can't think of one subject and be like, nah, we're not going to talk about that, or we can't talk about that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think mental health is very much uh, one of those fields. Like, you know, let's say if you don't have anything to talk about, like what happened to you personally the last week? Mm-hmm. Um, like me personally, I could talk about the fact that I was sick this whole week. Yeah, dude. I, how are you feeling? Um, I'm okay. Crohn's kind of kicked my butt a little bit this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, vertigo. I, I feel drugged. Like when I woke up, I'm like, I just feel like out of it. Um, it's really weird how to explain it. It's I usually explain it like having vertigo is like being drunk without the numbness. That doesn't sound fun at all it is not fun at all (laughs) sounds terrible actually it can be uh there's like certain levels to it sometimes i just get dizzy like for a few seconds but like that i feel like the whole world is like about to fall apart and it's spinning but Mm -hmm. it only lasts for a few seconds and then um i can be like extremely dizzy and that lasts all day that's probably the worst where i just can't walk that's what that was me wednesday okay so for the audience i was out for like three days this week um i had a a simple stomach bug kicks my ass with Crohn's. So I woke up just uh, throwing up, clinching my stomach, had chills, didn't have a fever or anything. On top of being dizzy, on top of, like, all, all the symptoms Monday just, boom, was there. That sucks. Um, uh, by the, like, midday Tuesday, I was feeling great. Like, mm-hmm. I ended up doing a bunch. I ended up working a bunch on this podcast. I ended up releasing the first episode. Nice. Um So I did a bunch of work, did a bunch of household chores. So, like, Tuesday was great. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be back. Wednesday, like my Crohn's like under control. Wednesday morning, wake up, can't walk in a straight line. I was falling everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the I do a straight line test because like I sometimes like well, I just force myself to work. So I do like you know like if a police pull you over and like walk in a straight line, yeah. I try to do that. And yeah, I was falling over the place. That was terrible. But you're okay now. Yeah, you're better. That's what matters. So yeah, so yeah, mental health. You can always talk about something. Oh, it's like a little it's... bit different because it's like a little nerdy. But like with a guest, with you, I'm like, all right. Uh, my first thought was, I want to talk about The Last of Us, and that's why I asked, "Did you watch The Last of Us?" No, I didn't. Crap, can't really talk about it. <laughs> okay, here's the thing with me, dude. You're like on a long list of people who try to get me to watch shows, and it's not that I'm against any option or anything that they suggest to me. It's just. If I'm locked in on one show, that's probably the thing that I'm going to watch. Yeah. And that's it. Or I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. That, I feel that. that. I that's feel basically that. it. If I've... I'm making time for a show, then. Yeah. I feel that. Because I have a lot of people who are like, you should watch this show. You have to watch this show. And I'm like, I, I'm i very picky with like what I want to watch. Because mm-hmm. like, time is valuable. And there's not, we don't have a whole lot of time. TV shows take fucking forever to forever. watch. Forever. Um, so like. 
And I don't trust a lot of people's advice when it comes to, like, great TV shows. <laughs> no, because they're like, you should watch the show. What is it? Law and Order, SVU. Yeah, that's a shout out my girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that, I'm, I'm just not interested. Which actually leads to one of our segments. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a good segue. This is yeah. a very good segue. Um, so I asked Mr. Romero to sell me on three TV shows. And if he can buy me, or if he can get me to buy, then I have to watch it. He responded... Uh, did you respond? I did. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I told this man, like, okay, listen. I told him, no, I can't do this, but <laughs> if you want word for word. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold holding. On, holding. Holding. Wait, holding. wait a goddamn minute. Oh, he told me the idea, and I said, interesting idea, sir. I might not be the one to do this with. Though, because I'll only suggest one thing and one thing only. Listen, you want to do this? Because my response gonna... was, "Oh God, yeah." <laughs> I'm only. And I didn't give say you... anything else. We didn't even like. <laughs> I'm only gonna give you one All right, show. I'll, let's hear it. I, I my first guess was like Dragon Ball Z, but I'm like that doesn't seem right to me because I already watched it. Good job. Is, is it Dragon Ball? It Z? is not Dragon Ball Z. Um, the one show that I will give you, One Piece. Oh, okay. I feel like I should have guessed this one. I think I've heard it, already talked about it before. All right, sell it. If there, if if you were to get into at least one anime show, mm-hmm. it would be One Piece. And this is coming from a person who started watching it last year. Like, damn. All right, so la- it's fresh. Last, yeah, it's fresh. Oh, it's fresh. It's been on my mind for years now. I'm like, all right, I should watch it as an anime lover. I, I should I should get into this. I should I should watch it. I should understand what's going on, what's the hype behind it, all that jazz. Mm. But when you hear how many episodes there are, it's, yeah. it feels overwhelming. How many? It's over a thousand. <laughs> right? A thousand. Okay. See that? See that's the over re- one thousand. <laughs> that's the reaction. Long reference. But still, that's the reaction that most people have. You hear over a thousand episodes. That's like, a lot. That's a lot of fucking time. I, I just think of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, this is how much of a nerd I am. Dragon Ball Z has 287, 287 episodes. Damn. I was thinking a lot more. Well, if you look at... I know there's like nine seasons, right? Oh, man. I guess that makes sense because if there's like, uh, I feel like there's a somewhere between seven and nine. I feel like you should know this. Well, I never, I never go by seasons. I just think of episodes. And if you look at the Dragon Ball series as a whole, so there are three parts. Yep. There's Dragon Ball, the beginning. Yep. That's the first series. There's Dragon Ball Z, which is the second series. Yep. And then there's fucking Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> <coughs> I hate that. Um, no, the last one is Dragon Ball GT, which is 64 episodes. Okay. That one's not bad. No. And we're not including Dragon Ball Super because that's continuing. That's, that's something that's newer. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like a remake, right? No, it's a, it's a continuation. It's like, okay, what happened after Dragon Ball Z, basically? Oh, okay. Because there was a gap 
um, in the last, like with the last episode of Dragon Ball Z, they yeah. did a like a ten years later episode. Oh, okay. So they're filling in, like, okay, what happened within those ten years? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how much I don't know about Dragon Ball. I know. I stopped at the, after the Frieza saga because I heard the Cell saga is um a, like a lot worse when it comes to filler. What? Who said that? I don't know. Who said? <laughs> I was working at McDonald's at the time, so it was some McDonald's workers. So I probably shouldn't have trusted them. Let's go find this motherfucker right now. <laughs> Y'all stay tuned, man. We'll be right back. Bring bring the equipment. Bring everything. Just pull up to the McDonald's. Damn. Hey, I heard you was talking He's shit. He's not working there. I don't even know. I don't even remember who it is. <laughs> I'll slap a motherfucker with a pancake. Do you understand the disrespect? All right. Uh, I have one question to ask you. I want. I just want a simple yes or no. Superman or Goku? Oh, God damn it. Um, Actually, it's not yes or no. Just one or the other. Who would win? If I'm being honest? Yeah. Superman. Okay. I want, in my in my heart of hearts, I say Goku, but... I think... Here's the thing. I think Goku could win. There's definitely, like, a world where Goku would win this fight. But For sure. The way the narrative works... Because everyone's like, oh, Goku, like, he rises above. But I'm like, Superman has no limits. Like, you're, you're going against somebody who overcomes limits against someone who has no limit. I feel like we talked about this, about Death Battle. Do you know what that is? Yeah, we yeah. watched it. And they both yeah. had Superman winning the, both times. Yeah. And I think, like, it works. I think Goku could win. I think there's definitely ways that Goku could win. But if Goku wanted, like, a straight-up fight with Superman, I think Superman, just power-wise, is just way above. The Yeah, I would agree with that. The way that I look at it is from a... But it also depends who writes it, too. That's what I was going to say. Because, like, um, Superman... Sometimes Superman, like, I'll watch a show or I'll, like, read a comic, and he just gets his ass beat by somebody, and I'm like, wow, this is Superman. Like, how is he losing to this, like, villain? I can't think of an example. It's uh, It just seems like... But, like, you kind of have to if you're writing, like, a show. Like, if you have Superman there, he's so OP. You, like, you either have to write him a little bit lesser mm. or do you have to, like, get rid of him or you have to, like, somehow, like, get, distract him if he's part of, like, the fight. So Superman, the first, the first comic book came out, what, in the 40s? 30s. Late, late 30s? The comic's right there. I don't know what this says. I think it should be 38. I should know this. Can't read it too far. Oh, boy. Okay. But it was it was around that time, like the yeah. 30s or so. Like, you have to think about that. Oh, Golden Era Superman is, like, reverses time. The, he's called Superman for a reason, right? But the fact that he's been around for so long and he's been written and rewritten yeah. and rewritten, from a technical standpoint... It's like, yeah, obviously Superman is going to win, but I don't think it's because he's super. I think it's just because, again, of how he's written. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, Go- the, he's the ultimate man, even though yeah. he's an alien. Goku isn't like that. Goku is the type of character that any challenge that comes his way, he's gonna he's gonna take it on. Yeah, and he's like, can I do it? Fuck, I'm gonna try. Superman yeah. isn't like that. The so. first battle, I think Goku loses. Yeah. I'd give you that. I, like, I think if Goku would come back, like, I don't know, a second time, but maybe like a third time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not counting Death Battle on this, but if he would come back, like, with a level up, I think there's a realm where he wins. I would agree. Because I, I enjoy Goku as a character. I'm not like, I'm not going to trash, like, in this debate, I have Superman, but I'm not going to trash Goku because I think Goku is a great character. 
And for the most part, like I can, there's a realm that he wins. Mm-hmm. There's a there is a version where he wins. It's just his character. He's not going to win the first fight. Like he's just not built that way. Goku is a. I think people overlook this. For Goku, you kind of just think, oh, he has powers. He can turn Super Saiyan and stuff like that. But I'm like, Goku is a master at martial arts. Yeah. He, he's almost like an idiot savant. He. <laughs> You ask him about money and stuff, he's like, mm. but if you ask him how to like punch a guy in the right place to break them down, he'll break it down for you. Yeah, like he's a genius. So he's a genius at martial arts, but that's like it. That's it. Um, so he could break down Superman. Just the way that things are written, though, it's like, ah. Eh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, if he would know the weaknesses and he had to beat Superman, he could. He could. Yeah. Um, but like anyone, like Batman can in that sense too but batman's also just plot armor for the most part batman oh my god also we definitely like trailed off we did from the segment of sell me one piece right we're supposed to supposed to be a one thing i got like ah, i knew this was gonna happen need a timer you need a timer for this segment i do i need a timer for like in general for like a lot of the last podcast would have been great all right we're, we're hit the five minutes let's wrap this up Okay. All right. So elevator, elevator pitch. If there's any anime that you watch and it's only one, watch One Piece. And the reason that I say that is out of all the anime, out of all the anime shows that I've ever watched, this is the one that I I believe has the best story. Okay. Like the character, the character development, the the plot. What is the plot? Sell me on the plot. <clears throat> Do you know anything about it, out of curiosity? Honestly, no. Okay. So the main character, his name is Monkey D. Luffy. and Great name. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and his goal is to become king of the pirates. Okay. 20 years ago in the story, there was a pirate. His name was Gold D. Roger. Okay. And he was on the chopping block. On the day of his execution, right before, you know, they X him, Mm -hmm. he tells, like, in front of the world, he says, one piece is real. This is a treasure. Yeah. He's like, it is real. I had it. I'm leaving it here. You want it? Go after it. They kill him. Everybody goes crazy because it's like, oh, shit. That shit is real. Yeah. All right. And whoever gains the, like, the treasure is, like, the king of the pirates, right? Okay. So that's the whole goal of Monkey D. Luffy. He goes on this crazy-ass adventure to find the One Piece and to become King of the Pirates. On his adventures, though, crazy type of shit happens. Mm-hmm. But the, I think the beautiful thing about it, or what's what attracts me to the show, is his character. Okay. He's not like this... Um, he's not a tyrant or anything. You yeah. Know, you think about a pirate, it's like, oh, that just stealing shit and yeah you try to be king of the pirates it seems like it's you know they're all trying to be tyrants and... mm-hmm. he's actually a genuine dude he mm-hmm. cares about um the people that he has come on to yeah i've, I've seen like the artwork for it and i like so i, I can picture mm-hmm. the main character in my head i can't remember his name but i can picture in my head and i get the sense that he's not like a tyrant i don't get that sense i yeah. get that he's more of like a fun loving yeah individual and um, 
And I think the biggest thing that I'm attracted to, because I, I connect with that, his level of tenacity. You, it doesn't matter what's said to him. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't care if he believes in something. Yeah, that's all that matters. You tell him no, he's like, I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grab this pan of cookies. The cookies are hot. I don't give a nope. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of the pen. No. <laughs> Never, has anyone ever said did that to you or like hey this pan's hot and you still touch it yeah I, actually I, I am that person yeah but just to be clear that wasn't because that wasn't like a fuck you moment it was just more of a passing like okay I got it totally forgot about it <laughs> totally it wasn't a fuck you moment for me I was just like I want to know if it's actually hot <laughs> hey the pan's hot it's okay. been out for a while is it though why would you do that i told you like yeah but like maybe i don't trust your word (laughs) and that's humans okay um but no to to wrap this up for one piece uh yeah those are the biggest things that i would say story character development and just as i talked about before with like marvel movies Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of subtleties in that show, when I say like it's a well-written show, it's very well-written. I think that's probably why there are over a thousand episodes. I think that's what's going to sell me on it. I like yeah. well-written material and it, character development. It's it's so fucking good. It, I think it starts off a little slow, but when you get into it, you're like, oh man, what happens next? Oh man, what happens next? Ian, and I, this is the best example that I can give. You'll see a character in the show and... You'll think like, oh, you'll never see them again, because it seemed like a one. It can seem like a one-off, right? Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, it'll be episodes down the road. That bitch will pop back up, and I you're mean, like, if it's a thousand episodes, I hope that, like random like characters from like episode like seven, and then they show up in like two hundred and three. Yeah, like... that's exactly how it is. And what's so crazy about it is they have a level of significance. Mm-hmm. Like everything that's written in there, it's there for a reason meticulous it's yeah and you're like you cannot you can't watch that show and think this small thing doesn't matter because it it does i i really really enjoy shows that like plant seeds Mm -hmm. like really early in and then like deliver on those seeds and i think it's such a great way to like write a story Mm -hmm. and i was telling about my week how i wrote a spider-man fanfic yeah, Dude, and I, um, I wasn't actually. I have a different segue. Okay, <laughs> we're continuing with the cellular show, but like that's something that I try to think of. Like, okay, I want to do this, this, and this, and this, because I want to make my own like Spider-Man TV show. That's always it's like a thought thing for me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it because everything was so overdone before, and so like I want to do something fresh, but I wanted to tell like the most classic Spider-Man story possible. And so I like just thought of like different ideas, and I will share it at some point. Maybe not in this episode. Sure. Um, Wait till Ernie's here or something. Ernie would be great for it. Well, he doesn't like Spider-Man, so all I don't the more know. reason to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta sell him on it. This is my Spider-Man story, and this person hates Spider-Man. Oh, nice, nice. He doesn't hate Spider-Man. He just thinks he's overrated. It's kind of it was kind of hate when I saw it. it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's was... big. You <laughs> get some big hate. But yeah, so like I, that was something like I try to do like with my writing was like, all right, I want to set this up, I want to set this story up, line up, and set this storyline up. So we're gonna segue into what I want to sell you. 
Okay. And this is something I've been nerding on recently. Okay. And I already told you this before. I already tried to sell you on this before, but I'm going to do it again here. Live. Well, not live, but... It's kind of live. Recorded. <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones. Ah, yeah. I knew... <laughs> <laughs> so this... This show is so freaking good. It's like the ultimate fantasy political show. Okay. So you have... So 20 years ago, there was this rebellion. Um, there, This family called the Targaryens. Mm-hmm. They used to have dragons. Um, 300 years prior to like the main story of the show, uh, Aegon the, the Conqueror came over with his dragons from this land that, that got destroyed uh, called Valyria. Okay. And they come with dragons and they conquered all of Westeros, this huge continent, mm-hmm. which is like essentially um, upside down England. That's like how the map looks. So they take over this whole land and for about 300 years, this family rules. And this is like family that throws incense, like the Aegon uh, the Conqueror, mm-hmm. he like he um, married... I believe like three to five of his sisters. Like they're all just one big family and he conquered all of them. 300 years later, there was a rebellion. Okay. And our, the main characters in their younger version, they absurd. Um, the mad King, this King was killing people. He gets killed by Jamie Lannister. Who's a, a part of this big family called the Kingslayer. And they ended up taking over. Mm-hmm. So 20 years later, um, King Robert, one of the people, one of the main characters who helped, essentially he was like the main person to take over. Um, he goes to the North to enlist Ned Stark into being in hand because his hand was um, killed. Mur- it's a lot going on. There, Shit. there is. <laughs> season one is so like, you watch season one, when the first time you watch it, you're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And you don't know, but it's like it's very interesting because it's all about the politics of it. It's um, this guy that comes to be hand. He's the right hand man. He's helping like govern the whole uh, continent. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like, oh, what's the best move for this? The, it's all like the politics of like how to govern it. And for me, I find like those shows interesting. Yeah. But what's happening is you just you have one one of the Targaryen uh, daughters from the king. She's out running. She's building power. To come back to Westeros, mm-hmm. um, you have the Lannister family. They're all making moves so they can take the throne. The whole like the, the show is called Game of Thrones. It's based off the Song of Ice and Fire. And the, the the first book in this series is called Game of Thrones because it's all about people trying to get the throne. They're trying to sit on the throne. You want to know what's funny? Out of all the times that I've heard the title. This is the first time that it really hit me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's why it's called yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's so fucking stupid. No, the title is great. I mean, yeah. just that moment to hit me, it's like, yeah, stupid. <laughs> so that's the whole thing. And, like, we're talking about seeds. This show, the first season makes no sense the first time around. But when you watch it the second, third, fourth time, mm-hmm. I think I'm, like, either four or five, fifth time watching, like, the first season. I'm on season five now. Um, actually, no, season six. I just finished five last uh, last night and it's just so good i forget how great this show is because the last season they just rushed through it like the production wise looks great mm-hmm. writing they just it's a slow burn show and they're like all right let's wrap it up i don't like that yeah and so that's me selling it to you i probably shouldn't even talk about season eight or even really season seven 
But the first five or I guess the first four don't tell me seasons are really 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 good. They just when we're talking about seeds, mm-hmm. there's just so many seeds that if you don't like know or you don't pay attention, the second third time you watch it, you're like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Oh, they're talking about this person. Oh, they're talking about this person. And there's just so many th- like things that connect. And I didn't even mention that there's zombies in this show. Jeez, Craig. You know, what? Okay. <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire. These are ice zombies um, called White Walkers, with the Night King being the leader of the zombies. I could say, there's a joke there, but I'm going to save it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when else you're going to make this. <laughs> we keep moving, man. We just keep. It right. sounds like a great show. It is. Um, and they have a second series now called House of Dragons. This is like 100 years back. This is about the Targaryen family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like takes place over a course of like 40 years. Like the first season does, and it's all about like the civil war in this family. Uh, it's very much Game of Thrones, as in they're trying to get the throne. Uh, basically, what happens is this king uh, he inherits the throne because the king dies and he had no heirs, so he took over. But he wasn't able to get a male heir, mm-hmm. and so his he named his daughter an heir. And this is like the first time like a female has been named heir. But then he remarries. His wife dies. Uh, he remarries, and then he has a son with this uh, new girl, who <laughs> happens to be the best friend of the daughter. How about that? Oh, yeah. And so, like, over the course of, like, 30 years, there's a rivalry between her, her son, and then the daughter. And it comes into... It's it's also fascinating, because it's all politics of, like, the world. And, like, I... All right. This is, this is on my... This is for sure, for sure, on my list of shows I need to watch. At some point, yes. Um, also, shout out to my man, Matt Smith. He's Dude, a, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's really good in that show. He's, it he's seems like, like, yeah. He's such an asshole in the show, but he's like an asshole that you cheer for. And you're like, God dang, I, would, I hate this dude, but I low-key freaking love this dude. He's just got that demeanor about him. Yeah, I think Matt, uh, Matt Smith plays it really, really well. Yeah. Um, I only... I mainly know him from Doctor Who because that was my shit at a time. Oh, really? Yeah. I stopped at Matt Smith. I watched uh, David Tennant and then I watched like a, well, I like with a friend got drunk and then watched it, but then we didn't really watch it. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, hey, I went through the whole first Matt Smith season. I did not watch any of this, but it was on the background. Pretty sure we fell asleep halfway through. Uh, either way. No. Um, no, I got into I got into Doctor Who when Matt Smith became... Uh, the Doctor. Okay. David Tennant, I, I didn't really catch, which I hear he's phenomenal. And he is, I saw. but He's amazing. I don't want to get off track. Okay, so with you talking about Game of Thrones, right? You pitching that? Yeah. You helped me uh, come up with two questions that I will now ask people anytime that they suggest a show for me. Cause oh, this is perfect. I like it. Outside of like having time and stuff, I'm big on quality show like quality yeah. shit in general yep uh, especially when it comes to music and shows so here are my two questions scratch that let me paint more of a picture for you classics mm-hmm. right when it comes to a classic one thing uh that makes something a classic is it doesn't matter what time period it is mm-hmm. you can watch it or you can listen to it and it'll still be just chef's kiss. Still resonates. Mm-hmm. So, question one 
Is it a classic? Question two, what makes it a classic? Okay. The only thing that derails question one is the last season. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, if you're all about the journey, not the end, this is one of the most classic television shows of all time. It is one of the most hype shows of all time. Like the ending was disappointing because it was so hyped because it was so good. Mm-hmm. Episode or from season one to six. This show has very high quality. Um, like the effects are very high quality. It's like watching a movie. The acting is very very good. Mm-hmm. The writing is amazing. This is one of the best TV shows that you will ever watch. Okay. Okay. I think uh, yeah, it's a clot. So yes, and then I that was my reasons. Yeah, this is legit. Okay. All right, it's on my list. It's on my list of needs Sold to watch. It. I have another. I have another one too. What else? What else you got? Uh, this one is more just because it's so relevant now. I already we already discussed this. Uh, the Last of Us. Ah. Okay. So the video game is a classic. Right. Sure. The video game is a classic. This is. I could sell this to you horribly. This is another zombie show. It's like The Walking Dead. Z Nation. Well, it's got Pedro Pascal. It does. I'd, I'd be sold off of that. And that's Pedro Pascal. It's good. He's good. He's a good actor. That, you're supposed to be like, sold. No. <laughs> no uh, you so, have my interest. All right. So episode one came out. Um, this is a show that I've just been nerding out on because I really like the, the game. Because mm-hmm. the game's all about characters. So it kind of, I can't really tell you. Basically, the story is about Joel. He's this toughened man. There's a reason why he's like very, very hardened. It's been 20 years since the world has turned into a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very bleak. Everything's gray. Cities have been toppled, destroyed. And the idea is like, humanity is very, very barely surviving he is this guy who is he's essentially not a merchant he's like a mercenary basically he does things for money sure um and he will kill without any like he's straight up like when i played this game recently bad dude but like you care about him he's a bad dude in this moment but you start to care about him he meets this girl ellie Mm -hmm. and for a particular reason they need to she needs to be transported from Boston all the way to Salt Lake City okay, or across the country. They didn't know where. I kind of just spoiled where it is. It doesn't really matter. It's not that big of a thing. But anyway, they need, they need the transporter across country uh-huh. for a very specific reason, which I'm not going to spoil. And through this journey, this hardened man, through a bunch of tragic events that happened on this journey, starts to feel for this girl. And they start to build a father-daughter like relationship which leads to a very very like climatic end that leaves you going shit i don't know how i feel about this and it it's written so freaking good and it's written so good that the sequel game came out and kind of like untwisted that little ending Mm-hmm. To the point where people were upset because the first ending was so good, they didn't even want a sequel because they didn't want to ruin how good the first ending was. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. And this is very much a story about love and the consequences that love has and the choices that people make because of love. And it's about grief, too, and how you deal with grief. Well, the second one's about grief more. 
I think that's one of the things that uh, turned me off to this series. I mean... Well, this is just the game. I'm not even talking about the series yet. Well, that's what I was going to say. With the game itself, I'm... I'm so... I didn't realize how picky I was with shit, but I'm, I'm very picky. Yeah. Um, and the game, it wasn't something that I, I felt I could get into. Not so much of it being... Are you a big gamer? I used to be. Okay. I don't I think, have the fucking time, yeah, man. That's how I feel now. This is one of the few games I got into. Yeah. Or I can get into. Just because the story is so good. Um, Naughty Dog is really great with story. Uncharted, great story. Naughty great Dog character. is just... And this is, game is just top notch. Like, if someone was like, what's your favorite? What's the best game of all time? And you'd say The Last of Us, not a lot of people argue. Oh, for sure. I could see that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um... Tell me your reasons why it's a turnoff. Um, one, I'm not a big zombie guy. And I know that, that doesn't sound like that's the focus. Here's it's the, like zombies are there, but that's but this, it. Here's the thing. These are zombies, but these are like zombies that are not zombies. These are uh, zombies is more virus and it turns into you. This is fungi that takes basically you're they don't kill you. It turns you into a complete monster. Which is freaking terrifying. Okay. okay. Basically, it's fresh. It's a fresh uh, concept to zombies. It's still a zombie show, but it's a fresh concept. But it's, like, not, it's not your typical zombie. But like Walking Dead, the the um, it's more of just a catalyst for a human story. Yeah. It's these like in the games, this is just something you kill. Mm-hmm. Narrative wise, it's just an obstacle. Walking Dead is very much like this. Okay. At least the comic. The show is trash. Yeah, the, tr- the the show is up and down, and then it's mostly trash. <laughs> we won't get into that show. I I have thoughts and feelings on that. I love the comic. That's why. All right. Um, so let me sell you on the show, though. So it's been one episode so far. Okay. Reason why I love it, and the reason why I want you to watch it, because I want I want to I want someone's perspective who hasn't played the game yet and learning all this information from the start. Because I love it. Because this. This is the first time that like a show or a movie took a video game and made it exactly how the game feels. Mm. So like the first like three hour intro of the game, they do that they do like a 10, 15 minute cutscene of it. And like they change a bunch of things, but what they do is like this this girl you take place with this girl and she like wakes up at like the world's kind of freaking out, but like she's in her home. And the camera just follows like it's part of the game. It has shots similar to the game. She gets into a truck. The camera's in the truck, like the in the game, and like you, it moves like you're moving the camera. And then like, some of the same shots that you watched in the game is in the show. Ah, uh, that's gotta be nice. And it just yeah. like, oh, this feels like the last of us. It just feels like the game. And it's like, I automatically trust the show. Because I'm like, all right, they know, they know what we want. They know they're they get the game. They get it. They even though some of the interviews that they do, they don't. They pretty much told every actor not to play the game. Which really? yeah, and I'm like, like that's a turn off a little bit. Like I don't trust it a little bit because of that. But like when I watch the camera in the film direction, I'm like, oh yep, they. I'm pretty sure that the showrunner has played the game because I don't know how you don't get these shots without playing the game. Yeah. And it's really, really nice just to have like a showrunner or like the person behind the project understand what makes the game so great and then put it into the show. Okay. So 
I'm still not sold on it, but yeah, that one it, that one's hard to sell. Um, at least to start off. But I, I, I do I do like your idea though. Like if you haven't played the game, watch like, just watch so and just get a feel for it. So like, yeah, it, it's one episode in. I would like to hear your take on it. It's on HBO Max if you have it. I do. Perfect. Uh, game uh, of Thrones and Last of Us. Okay. When you have a chance, you don't like Game of Thrones. It's it's been over for a while. But when you when you watch the show and finish, you're coming back on. We're gonna do like a, not, it won't be a state of review because we're not gonna like review each season or something. But we'll do like a We'd review be here all fucking day, every episode, <laughs> one through five. Shit, it's so long. I don't like. I don't remember. So yeah, I have another one too. Um, this one will be quick. Young Justice. You watch it? Why does it sound familiar? Mm. All right. So Young Justice is based on DC Comics. This is. One of the most truest, like truest superhero shows of all time. It's about the sidekicks of the Justice League. So you got um, Kid Flash, you got Robin, you got Aqualad, who's a new character. Uh, you got Speedy from Green Arrow. Oh yeah, I I know Young Justice. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, essentially they want to become a team. They take actions to be their first team, and it's about them building as characters and building as a team. And kind of taking on DC villains. And there's a lot of cool, unique twists along the way. Mm-hmm. And then once they get into season three, it becomes a little bit more mature because the audience is more mature. Right. I watched it when I was younger. Uh, I never got into season three because I was just older and I was like, oh, sweet. Season three is out. Mm-hmm. I got taxes, man. I got <laughs> fucking bills to pay. Also on HBO Max. Um, if I ever get around to it, I'll watch it again. All right. Not that I... I, I did, I'm doing a bad... I did a bad job selling the last two. No. You're big on... Like, Game of Thrones was the biggest one. You sold me on that one. Yep. That one out. Sweet. I'll take, I'll on take one. That one's on my list. Last of Us is... Eh. But Young Justice, that one I just have to get back to. Yeah. That one I'm, like, less sold on. Like, the last couple, the last two seasons, some of the animation kind of drops a little bit. Um, the first two seasons, really, really good. First season's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um... Like season three, season four is still really, really good. I got, um, I got Sapphires like sold on it. Okay. Yeah, it is it's not a hard sell. Like I'm just like just watch this, and if I force someone to watch it, they're like, okay, I, I enjoyed the show. I think Last of Us is pretty much like if I if you watch the first episode, I think you're gonna be like, all right, I'm down for episode two. I don't know if I'll sell you on the season, but I think you'd be down for like all right, I'm down for episode two. And I trust that episode two, or at least episode three, will sell the rest for the rest of the series. But, I mean, that's what I feel is going to happen. Sure. It seems like a good show. So, it's right. just sitting down and watching. Ooh, we're at the 40-minute mark. So, all right. I have a few um, segments that we can do. Seg away. All right. Um, actually, I want to do this one, because I want to hear your thoughts on it. So, this is my segment. I call it... Romero, a name, middle name, green. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna give you five. I, I wrote down. I uh, wrote down five of them. Wait, hold on. If you're gonna do this segment, you have to tell your audience. <laughs> yes. Tell your audience about like this, okay. this nonsense. So, back on the symposium podcast, I was a guest. Uh, or, um, middle. 2002 or 2022 mm-hmm. like in the summer i was a guest on it yeah uh i was talking adhd and i was doing a lot of homework i was doing a lot of prep because i wanted to like get i wanted to know your podcast i wanted to know um your other host eric 
and I wanted to know you and what you guys talked about. And when one of the, like, you guys were discussing, you're like, I forget how it brought up, but you're like, my middle name is a name and you wouldn't, you wouldn't say it. Yeah. My, my, um, my buddy and my co-host Eric, he made a joke. He said my name and he said the A. My my middle name does start with an A, but he said a different name, and I was like, "That's not it." But it does start with an A. And you go ahead. <laughs> from there, I, I heard that. I'm like, "All right, I'm just gonna. This is fun. This is fun for me. I'm just gonna say random names until I get it right." And I now know what it is because somebody gave me a really good slash actually a very bad hint where I just like, "Oh, it was simple, but it was simple." And I'm like, "This is." You gave me too much information. Now I know what it is. I remember saying it to you, and you just like looked at me like, "Wait, what? You just uh, what? You because you did it in the most subtle way. Like you just said it so fluently, and I was like, "All right, man. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. So this is like, like it's just it hit me in so waves. This segment's less fun because I already know, but I I like the idea of just like saying some random shit to you." All right, so I got a few of them. All right. Uh, since you gave Ant-Man in the last episode a 4.5, Romero Anthony Green. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. All right. Romero Archduke Franz Ferdinand Green. That sounds kind of fancy. Okay. Do you, right. do you know that name? No. <laughs> that's, that's the person who got assassinated to start World War One. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that you know your history. All right, you big Star Wars guy? Somewhat. Romero. Anakin, you were the chosen one. Green. That's very good. Thank that's, you. That's, that's, that's Dees. That's Dees. All right. Sapphire didn't like that one. I was pitching to her, and she was like, eh. I'm like, I think you like it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, I'm do two more. I wrote down a bunch, but I only want to give you five. Yeah, you uh, got to spread, spread them out. All right, all right. Romero, Arizona Green, T. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I, he doesn't even have to say the T. I know where that's coming from. Oh, yeah, and I'm currently drinking some Arizona Green Tea. And this would be a perfect segue if I was sponsored by them. Too bad you don't. I think this might be the only drink that I would be, like, <laughs> that you would sponsor. I, don't, I would accept a sponsorship by because simply this is all I drink. That and sweet tea. You've got to. Nice. If you if you ever got a sponsor by Arizona, you have to say it's on the can though. It's on the can though. <laughs> it's on the can though. All right, last one. Okay, this is the greatest one of all time. Uh, be very very hyped because this is like the best of best names. You're really hyping this up, man. I know. Romero, anticlimactic green. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's good. That's good. It's it's up there. I don't know if that's my top one, because you've said some gems, and I was gonna be like, "What the? Fuck? That one, I, that one, I had to hype up. That one's a, yeah. That, that's it's only up there. funny if I hype it up. That's up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have a few other ones, but they're like some of them are like mean. Whatever. <laughs> we'll leave it. All right. Um, should we wrap this up? Sure. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. So this was. Jake Sherbing. Romero Green. 
Uh, this was the pivot episode. I hope we pivoted well, and this is something that you still listen to. Uh, at some point, we will do Mar- Marvel Phase Four. We'll do Marvel uh, Future and Hopes. Um, at some point in the future, whenever Ernie's able to come here again. And yeah, this is Don't Evolve Me. Thank you, Ro. Thanks for having me, sir. All right, and bye. Bye. I didn't hit that.